This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 281. Show notes for this episode, including all links mentioned in the episode and any discount codes from our sponsors can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 281. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Happy November. Happy 1 million plus downloads to the Shameless Mom Academy. It's all so exciting. So if you're anything like me, you are singing Christmas carols already. Anyone else? Just me? We've already watched Elf three times. So I mean, we are fully in Christmas mode. Fully. Like we do not wait around for December because I love the Christmas season. I love the holidays. I love just the feeling in the air. And like, I remember when I was little, I thought, what is Christmas going to be like when I'm older and I don't like get toys anymore? That's just going to be awful. No, like the spirit of giving and all of it. I just love all of it so much. So I'm so excited that we are getting closer and closer to the holidays. I recognize that that's not everyone's feeling. So we'll be talking about that more as we get closer to the holidays. Like how do you manage the holidays when they are hard and uncomfortable and family makes you want to pull your eyeballs out? So we'll get to all that. But today we're going to be talking about what I learned 
through the course of getting 1 million downloads to the podcast. I definitely have learned a few things. And what's been interesting is that people have started coming to me. And this has been happening for the last probably, I don't know, six to nine months. People have been coming to me and asking me like my advice and what do you recommend? And you know, how do you get a top rated show or get that many downloads or get people connected or engaged? Or how do you keep going? Like all these different things. So I thought, okay, this is a perfect time for me to curate a little advice on this. And here's the thing. I know that most of you are not podcasters. Probably very few of you are podcasters. But the four things I'm going to go through today is advice that I would give you that applies to pretty much any area of your life. So if you're like, oh, I'm not a podcaster, I'm going to turn this off. Yeah, don't do that. You're going to do yourself a real disservice. Because these four things that helped me grow a podcast to 1 million downloads can help you grow your life in all areas of your life to lengths and places that you can't imagine from where you're sitting at right now. So this is going to be really good. All right. Before we dive into that, we do have to talk about our shameless mom of the week because I love just talking about you all, bragging on you, loving you, sending you virtual hugs, all those good things. So shameless mom of the week always comes from a review left in iTunes. So you can go to iTunes, do a search for the show, the shameless mom Academy and leave a review that way. Or I made it a little easier for you. If you want to go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, I recommend doing it from your phone. It's a little easier than on your laptop. And when you get there, you're going to scroll down to where it says rate and review the show. You're going to give me some stars, hopefully five, and then write a few sentences. There's going to be a button that says write a review. So you click that button and you write a review. One sentence is great. Two sentences, great. A paragraph, like any of it, I'll take any of it. And the reason this is so beneficial is because other moms come to check out the show and they're like, oh, Shameless Mom Academy, what's that? Will it apply to me? And then they read the reviews and they're like, oh, yes, this totally applies to me. This is what I need in my life. So your reviews inspire other moms to listen. And they hear your stories that you give in your reviews. And they're like, oh, yes, I understand that. I can relate to that. And this show is going to be for me, too. So I so appreciate you leaving reviews. And this week, I want to nominate Shameless Mom of the Week, Parges22. So she says, thank you. I found some podcasts that get old very quickly. Not this one. Sarah and the Shameless Mom Academy have helped me get through my busiest work season without it feeling overwhelming. Sarah always has great input on topics or things that happening today, and also a variety of guests and interviews that I look forward to every week. I've listened to almost all 270 episodes, and I do not know what I will do when I finish them all. Thank you for inspiring us every week and for the 15-minute manifest, which has definitely changed the start and the mood to my day every day. Also, thanks for the great book recommendations. So thank you, Parges22. I so appreciate the review. You are the Shameless Mom of the Week. Congratulations. Sending you a big virtual hug. I love that you're listening to this during work and it's helping you work your way out of feeling overwhelmed. That's huge. I also love that you downloaded the 15-minute manifest. So if any of you don't have the 15-minute manifest, this is a free tool that I give to all shameless moms. And I think it is a crucial tool in building your day, defining your day, controlling your day, and really helping you have a system first thing in the morning to frame your day around. So if you want to get your 15 minute manifest, you're just going to go to shamelessmom.com forward slash 15 mm as in minute manifest. And you can get the 15 minute manifest. Basically, it's going to walk you through a 15 minute routine, which you can make it longer if you want, you can make it shorter, like you could do this in three minutes if that's all you had to spare. But basically, it's going to give you a little routine to practice, which will totally change the course of your day. And you can do this first thing in the morning. I also know 
some moms who do it at night. So if you want to do it twice a day, you can do it whenever you can. There's no right or wrong way to do it, but it's a super powerful routine. And I know that many of our moms have found tremendous benefit. So thank you, Parges22. I so appreciate you writing a review. And now let's dive into our content for today. So lessons learned from 1 million downloads. People who are starting out in podcasting frequently ask me, like, what's your biggest piece of advice? And my biggest piece of advice is super boring. I did a whole episode on this topic. The episode wasn't boring, by the way. The episode was amazing, of course. But I did an episode called The C Word or My Favorite C Word or something like that. So, But anyways, The C Word is consistency. So I will link to that episode because it's a great episode. I'll link to that in the show notes. But I want you to also recognize that people's success usually doesn't come from like something super novel or fancy or crazy. It's like, it's usually kind of from something boring. Like a few people here and there get like these amazing breaks where they turn into great stories. But for the average person, their key to success is like, discipline, determination, consistency, like, it's not fancy. But for me, I will say consistency has been huge. And the reason it's been so huge is because first of all, it's given me a framework in which to show up. So I've given myself this framework, which I started off when I first started the podcast. And I was like, I will be here with you every Monday and Wednesday. That was on March 15th, 2016. And I've never missed a Monday or Wednesday since then. So in giving myself those boundaries and parameters, I knew exactly when I was going to show up and that helped me create a framework. Like if this is what I say I'm going to do, how am I now going to deliver that? And so I've gone through kind of an evolution in terms of how I create content, what that looks like. I won't bore you with the details of that. But the point is, is that I show up consistently. And I think that honoring that commitment has been a huge key to my success. I've honored that commitment so that you all see that I take this really seriously. And when you see that I'm taking this seriously, you will take me seriously and you will take the podcast seriously. You will take my message seriously and you're going to be more likely to share it with other people. So I want you to think about in your life, where are the places where maybe you don't show up consistently And how does that impact your outcome? Because if you are not showing up consistently in certain areas and people see that about you, that's probably impacting the way that they receive you. That's probably impacting the way that they react to you. So if you want to do something seriously and successfully, you have to show up consistently. And I will tell you my interview on Wednesdays with Taryn Perry, and she is such a great model of this. And she's built an amazing six-figure business out of being a beach body coach. And she's going to talk about consistency in her business and what that's looked like. And she has a great story. I'm not someone who like, I honestly do not tout any MLMs or any direct marketing companies in my Facebook groups, on my pages, anything like that, just because it's such a slippery slope once we start talking about that. And I know that that can really turn some people off. But I've seen Taryn work in a network marketing job for the last 10 years in such high integrity that I had to bring her on the show because I really believe that the way that she has built a business around what she loves and sharing it in a positive and not uh, creepy or slimy way has been really, really impactful. And it's impacted her bottom line in terms of what she's been able to bring home to her family from a financial perspective and how she's been able to build a reputation and crazy respect in her industry and in her company because she shows up consistently in very specific and intentional ways. So that's coming up on Wednesday, but she's someone who does this as well. So I just wanted to give her a little shout out for that. So you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesday to hear that interview. 
So this episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. When I show up consistently, I understand that you're going to take me seriously. And when you go to talk to people and say like, what podcast are you listening to? Or who's a thought leader among moms? You're going to think of me because you see me honoring my commitments. You see me taking this role very seriously, even when this wasn't my job, even when my quote unquote job was only running my gym. You saw me show up here very consistently, taking it very seriously, and that allowed me to build an audience and build trust with you so that you would actually listen. If I said I was going to be here twice a week, every week, but I only showed up sometimes, you wouldn't keep listening, right? You wouldn't 
put a lot of value in what I said because you wouldn't be able to build trust in the fact that I'm true to my word and that I honor my commitments and high integrity, right? So consistency is really, really key. And I think that if consistency is something that you struggle with, it's okay to set the bar a little lower, but then be consistent in how you hit it. So what I mean by that is if you're someone who says, maybe you say, I want to work out regularly. Instead of saying, I'm going to work out six days a week and failing yourself because life gets in the way, say like, I want to work out regularly and I'm going to work out two days a week. And if there's a week where you get four or five days, awesome, fantastic. You've like beaten yourself. But if you can just show up routinely, consistently twice a week and honoring that commitment and honoring where you set the bar there, you are more likely to raise that bar and meet it later down the road. And people ask me this a lot in podcasting. They're like, if I want to start a podcast, should I start out once a week or twice a week? So I started out twice a week. That's a big commitment. And once you do that, you can't back down. Like I can't be like, well, now we're going to go to once a week, guys. Like that would break trust with you, right? So I tell people, I'm like, start off with once a week. You can always add more later, but people will start to build trust with you if you just show up routinely once a week. So you can apply this to so many areas of your life. Let people know how you're going to show up on a regular basis in small ways and in small increments. And you can always build from there. So I would say the same thing, like volunteering for Vinny's class. Like I'm totally want to volunteer for like everything that there's an opportunity to volunteer for at Vinny's school, because I want to be really ingratiated in the community. I love to see what's going on. I'm totally nosy, like all these things. Like I'm going to be like the creeper of his school, right? I'm like the creeper mom who just wants to see it all. But I know that some of the parents from his school have started listening. So I've just outed myself now as the creepy mom. But what I've been careful of and conscientious of is like, I'm not going to dive into everything from the get go and then have to pull out of it. So I'm not going to say like, hey, I can volunteer like, you know, every Monday and every Thursday. And then two months down the road, be like, actually, this isn't working. I'm going to need to pull back. No, like right now I'm volunteering like once a week. I do 15 minutes of or 20 minutes of volunteer work right when I drop them off in the morning. Because that's super easy for me because I'm already there at drop off. So I can stay for 20 extra minutes and I help the kids with sight words, which is adorable. We play little games with flashcards. It's so fun. But that's a low barrier of entry for me because I can show up. It's when I'm already there. So I'm not making an extra trip to school. I do it once a week. And then if that works great in a few months, if I want to like add, you know, doing helping with math class on Wednesdays at one o'clock, I can add that. But I'm going to do the build in the thing consistently where I can show up for Vinny consistently because he thinks that's the most awesome thing ever that I'm coming into his classroom to volunteer. I can show up for the teacher consistently. I can be in the community consistently, but I'm also not setting myself up to take on too much and then have to break down trust or have a awkward conversation or something that leads to disappointment if I have to back my way out. All right. So number two, another lesson learned from hitting 1 million downloads is gratitude and grace. So gratitude and grace is about receiving and sharing. And so for me, I have gotten really conscientious about receiving compliments, receiving your input, receiving shout outs on social media and doing that in a way where I don't minimize myself. So when someone tells me that they love the show, I don't say things like, oh gosh, it's no big deal. Don't even worry about it. Or it's the least I could do. But I'll say, thank you so much. I really appreciate that feedback. That makes my day. Or thank you. I appreciate you letting me know. 
I always am saying thank you. And I'm always saying I appreciate you. And when I show up that way with that kind of gratitude, it lets me own what I've accomplished, but it also shows graciousness to the person giving the compliment or the person who's giving me space and honoring me in whatever way. And that's really powerful. I think often as women, we take ourselves off of pedestals. We minimize our space. We shrink in compliments. And that is the fastest way to take your own power away. Like people want to see you as powerful and capable. And when someone gives you a compliment or tells you that they love what you're doing or tells you that you're amazing and you kind of poo poo it or make it small or minimize it or say like, Oh gosh, it's no big deal. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like you make it this like kind of weird thing and you can't receive that honor that they're giving you. You immediately minimize your power in that interaction. You make yourself feel small and you make yourself look small to other people and people will then treat you smaller. So I receive it all. This happened this last week. Someone listed me in their among their favorite podcasts with Shalene Johnson and Rachel Hollis. Like, I mean, that's basically the same as being like listed with Oprah. Like these are two of the, not even two of the biggest people. They are the two biggest females in podcasting, Shalene Johnson and Rachel Hollis. Like they have huge platforms, huge audiences, and their messages are always powerful and inspiring. And they're two people that I've followed since I've begun. So Shalene, I've followed since I started podcasting. And Rachel, I've been following since she started podcasting, which was after me. So when someone lists me with them, I own that. Like I take that super seriously. I share that out. I screenshot that. I grab it. I repost it. I say, thank you. I tag the mom who said it. I tag Rachel Hollis and Shalene Johnson in it. And I say, oh my gosh, like it's an honor to be in this space with you. I do not blow off that someone put me on this pedestal with these women who I see as giants in the industry. I don't blow that off and I don't dismiss it because here's the thing. If I ever want to be as big as them, I have to act like I'm capable of being as big as them. And I am. And you are too. Like we are all capable of doing big, huge, powerful things. And there's nothing that differentiates Rachel Hollis or Shalene Johnson or Oprah for that matter from me. There's no reason that we all can't be on stages of that size or of that magnitude. But you have to act deserving of it. You have to act worthy because you are. And if you aren't acting worthy, if you aren't able to receive compliments, if you aren't able to receive the space in which other people honor you, you will not ever be able to stand in your own power and you will not attract people who want to give you opportunities to stand in your power. So this is huge. And I will tell you that when I tag Shalene Johnson and Rachel Hollis in a post last week and said, wow, it's an honor to be mentioned among these giants. Shaleen Johnson commented back in my DMs. I mean, I might have peed myself when I woke up that morning. Like I literally, it was like 5.50 in the morning. Let me just tell the whole story. Let's get real vulnerable. It was 5.50 in the morning. My freezing cold toilet and my freezing cold floor in my bathroom were like not really pleasing me. I grabbed my phone. I sit down on the toilet as one does, right? We all sit on the toilet on Instagram at 5.50 in the morning. Like don't tell me I'm alone. And I see I have some DMs. So I go into my messages and there's a message from Shalene Johnson saying, thank you. Like, who knows? Maybe it was her assistant. I don't know. I don't care. All I know is I have a screenshot of Shalene Johnson sending me a message. Honestly, a lot of very high profile people do do their own DMs. So I'm like, she probably legitimately said thank you to me. Like, I'm kind of peeing my pants right now. This is really amazing. So I think it's super important that you own that space when people give it to you. Take up space and be grateful 
and be gracious. You can be gracious without being showboaty. You can say, thank you. It's an honor to be here. That's not bragging. So there's a way to show up in your power with grace that will never look showboaty if you use the right words and the right context to do it. So watch other people who are doing it that way. I mean, when I watch Shalene Johnson and Rachel Hollis show up, they're always doing it from a place of grace and a place of gratitude. So model that. Like I'm constantly trying to model that. I'm always trying to model how are these other giants showing up in ways where they can own their power and also receive everything that they deserve and also still be humble and gracious. I think that's so, so important. Also, I do this with constructive criticism. So if someone sends me, of course, if someone sends me a message, a review, anything like that, I always am very grateful and gracious. And I do my very best to respond to every single one to say, thank you. I appreciate you. This means so much to me because truly it does. And when people send constructive criticism, if it is worthy of a reply, because sometimes it's not, sometimes it can be trollish, in which case I delete or file it away, like whatever. I don't respond to everything that's critical because sometimes it's not written in a way that's productive. But if someone takes the time to send me constructive criticism that is thoughtful and well thought out, I will still respond with gratitude. And I will say, thank you. I didn't realize that the impact that my words might have had, or I didn't intend for this to be harmful or hurtful. I will always try to see someone else's point of view. Or even if I don't agree with them, I'll say like, that's not how I see it, but I totally appreciate you giving me your feedback. So You can handle that in a lot of different ways. I don't try to get into an argument. I don't try to like change the other person's mind. Depending on the situation, I often don't try to defend myself because I recognize that like my energy is precious and I want to give it to all of you who are showing up ready to receive it and grow from it rather than people who might just be sucked into their own negative space who might not be super ready to embrace certain things. But I do as much as whenever there's an opportunity to receive constructive criticism with grace, I'm very open to doing that. And lastly, in this category, I gracefully lead with imperfection. I am very aware of my imperfections. I'm very aware of where I struggle. And I always lead with that. I do not lead with a picture picture perfect life. And I do not lead with like, I know it all. I've done it all. I've got it all. Like that's not my jam. And so I gracefully lead with imperfection. And I think that that has been a huge key to being successful and connecting with so many people is that I'm more than willing to show up and let you know that the first thing I did one morning last week was sit on my freezing cold toilet and read a DM from Shalene Johnson, because sometimes I check Instagram on the toilet first thing in the morning, right? So that's what it's all about. Next up, number three, the third secret of my success from 1 million downloads would be asking. I ask a lot of people to do things for me. I ask you to leave reviews. I ask you to share the show. I ask people to listen to the show. I ask people to be on the show. I ask to be on other people's shows. I ask, ask, ask. Because here's the thing. The worst thing that can happen in asking is that I get a no. And if I get a no, sometimes even that isn't the end of the line. Sometimes even with a no, I'm like, cool. So I'm going to check in in six months and see if this is still a no. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. 
On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask-Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. So I will give you a perfect example of this. I had Rachel Hollis all lined up for an interview. So let's just, I know some of you have been like anxiously waiting for the dirt on this. So let me give it to you. Rachel Hollis was scheduled to be on the show a couple of weeks ago. And I got a last minute cancellation because of her travel schedule changing. Totally understandable. The woman is like traveling like two, three times a week and she has a family with four kids, like no problem. So her people said to me, we have to cancel this because of her travel schedule, we're looking at rebooking in the new year, but we won't know until like probably March about rebooking. And I was like, oh, like this is kind of crushing. I had told you all Rachel Hollis was coming on the show. But here's the thing. That wasn't a no. It was a no for right now. And so I immediately replied to the email and I was like, hey, if there's any way you can fit this in before then, I would love it. I'm happy to be flexible. Let me know. If not, let's reconnect in March. In the meantime, I've been doing some cyber stalking. I'm looking for like, what are some other ways that I can be supportive of what she currently needs, knowing that she's about to release a book? And how could I maybe connect with her over that? How could I maybe support her in what she's doing so that maybe she will be more receptive or her team will be more receptive if I have an ask down the road when I try to rebook her on the show? So that's a little update for what's going on there. But I very much don't see the no that I got when I got that cancellation. That's not a no forever. That's a no, not right now. Now, here's the thing. 99% of people who I ask to be on the show say yes, because people want to be seen and people want to be helpers. So don't be afraid to ask for what you want because a no is not personal. A no just means that like something doesn't work out for someone right now. No big deal. But most of the time you're going to get a yes. And this has come up multiple times in my Momentum Mama's membership community and also in our free community over at Shameless Mom Every Damn Day. So the thing that keeps coming up is that people don't want to ask for support in certain areas of their life. And what I keep saying is, When you ask for support, you'll be blown away by how eager people are to help you. 
People are so eager to be helpful. When someone has, and this actually, this example came up in the Shameless Mom Every Damn Day group. When you have a new baby that's colicky, there's like 30 people who want to line up and volunteer to rock that baby while it's screaming when you are at your wit's end. And I've done this with friends. I have gone and rocked their screaming babies. And it was an honor. Like I was begging. I was like, can I please come rock the baby, please? And this is a conversation that came up in this Facebook group where all of these moms were like, oh my God, we would love to come rock your baby if we live near you. Because especially for moms who are done having babies, going and rocking a baby for like 30 to 60 minutes is like, it's a dream. Even if the baby's screaming, like you just want to look at the chunky little cheeks and you want to like pat their little bottom. It's so cute. So sweet. Even if they're screaming. So this mom who had posted about it was saying like, it's hard for me to receive help. It's hard for me to ask for help, but I have this baby that's screaming, screaming, screaming. I don't know what to do. I'm feeling like I'm at my wit's end. And I was saying, ask for help. People want to be helpers. People love being helpers. You have to recognize like when someone asks you for help, think of the times. Now, of course, there's times where you're like, oh my gosh, I don't really feel like helping. Or there's people who maybe abuse that boundary sometimes. Like there's people maybe in your life who ask for too much support where you're like, really like, why are they always leaning on me? That can happen for sure. But for the most part, if a good friend who doesn't ask for a lot reaches out and asks you for help, you're like, oh my gosh, like, can I bend over backwards and help you like right now today? It would be an honor to show up and be supportive in this role. So trust that people want to be helpers and also recognize that people want to be seen. And when you allow someone to be helpful and supportive, you allow someone to be seen. You allow someone to take a supportive role in your life. And people like to be seen that way. People want to be recognized as the good friend. People want to be recognized as doing selfless things. People want to be recognized as being a giver. So be really open to asking for things because most of the time people are going to say yes. We often assume that people are going to say no, or we assume people are going to feel inconvenienced when they're not. People want to be helpers. And then number four, connect. So here's the thing. Lesson number four from having 1 million downloads is that this would not be possible without connection. If you did not feel a connection to me, you would not continue showing up here. If I did not feel a connection to this community, I would not continue building it or showing up for you. So connection is so important. So part of connection is being relatable and not being perfect, which I already talked about. People connect here because I am not about showing up perfectly. In fact, the motto, the tagline, and the core values of our Momentum Mamas group is show up, take imperfect action, and celebrate wins. So that's how we connect with each other, that we show up as is. Like it can be super messy, super ugly. We take imperfect action, again, super ugly, super messy sometimes. And then we celebrate wins whatever that win looked like. It might've been real teeny tiny or it might've been huge. So for sometimes in Momentum Mamas, like sometimes recently we had someone get like a $12,000 raise. Huge win, right? But in the same breath, the mom who meditated for five minutes that day, also equally important win, right? So celebrating wins of any magnitude, super, super important. And when you connect over showing up and taking imperfect action, beautiful, beautiful, powerful things happen. So some of the ways that I do this outside of my groups is when I'm looking to connect with certain people, I try to meet them where they're at. So an example of this is Amy Porterfield, who's someone who I tremendously admire. And she has a podcast and she works with people who have online businesses. She started talking about nine months ago about her own 
struggle with self-image and how she has a massive online following in this massive online business that is ridiculously successful. And she started talking about, I have to be really honest. One of the reasons I don't do a lot of videos because I'm really self-conscious about my weight. And so she started talking more and more about this. She did a whole episode about it on her podcast. And then she's been talking about it since then, kind of intermittently in different ways. And she's there's been a huge transformation for her over the last six to nine months. She's lost a bunch of weight. She's showing up on video way more. She's showing up with more confidence. She has a very different sense about her than she did six to nine months ago, which is very magnetic, by the way. Seeing her show up in these new ways is super magnetic. And so being, being vulnerable is a really great way to be magnetic and connect with people. So when she did this first episode, I sent her a DM on Instagram and I was like, hey, I just want you to know I have worked in the health and fitness space for 16 years. I see what you're doing. I know it's really hard work and I know you're doing it publicly and I just have to give you like a virtual hug and high five because it's really amazing and you have no idea how big your impact is going to be sharing this part of yourself. And so I sent her that message and she immediately replied back and was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. So then a few months go by, she does like a Facebook live or an Instagram live or something on the same topic. I pop into her DMs again and I'm like, hey, I I don't even remember what I said, but I had like some follow-up comment about it. So she gets back to me on like a Saturday night at 10 o'clock where I'm like, oh, this is clearly her. Like, I know this is her right now because I've heard her talk about how she and her husband watch TV together and her husband will like want to be watching something, but she's just on Instagram the whole time. So it's like Saturday night at 10 o'clock and she pops into my DMs and She's like, thank you so much for your comment. You're totally making me cry. This means the world to me. So now we've had this back and forth like multiple times about like her transformation. And I know that she's a fan of Real Housewives. So I think I threw something in there about like Real Housewives, some sort of reference, like something kind of funny. But here's the thing, that connection, like who knows if I'm ever going to be friends with Amy Porterfield. Like to me, she's like this megastar in the online world. But I've been able to connect with her Like I feel seen by her and that gives me confidence. That connection is really powerful. And I know that when I can show up and connect with someone and meet them where they're at to say like, hey, I see you doing this thing that's really hard. That's really, really awesome. And I just want to acknowledge you. The impact that has that she's sitting there saying, oh my gosh, you have me sitting on my couch crying right now. That's really, really powerful. And she's saying like, we do not know each other, but now we've had an impact on each other's lives. Like she's impacted me because she's a giant in my world and she's acknowledged me. And I've impacted her because I've acknowledged how I'm seeing her showing up, right? So you can see the power of that connection. Now, some of you might be like, oh my God, I would never go into Instagram messages and send these kinds of messages. Like that's just weird and creepy. Again, I'm the creeper. So we've already put that out there, but this is how I do it. And you can do it in a lot of different ways. You don't have to be an Instagram creeper. I do this in a lot of ways though. And I'll do this in, you know, I will acknowledge people in all sorts of different ways, letting them know how I see them show up, sending them emails, sending someone a text, little things here and there, just letting people know how much I appreciate them showing up or how I see them showing up in hard, uncomfortable spaces and places. That ability to connect in that way really allows you to move forward with people and evolve in relationships with people. So think about where in relationships that you desire to deepen, can you connect with people on a more vulnerable level or on a little bit of a deeper level? Because that's going to be really transformational in how you can build relationships and how people will open up to you and be open to building relationships and building connections with you. So there you have it. Consistency, gratitude and grace, asking and connecting. My four secrets and lessons I learned from 
1 million downloads. So I just, again, have to thank you for being a part of this. It's definitely not something I've done on my own. We have done this together because I could not do this without you showing up, without you doing the work, without you sharing the show, without you leaving reviews. So I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Next up, we do have in November, I am opening the doors to Momentum Mamas again. So you've heard me reference it here today. Momentum Mamas is a super powerful group of moms. It's our membership community where I have moms showing up, building and rebuilding their identities, showing up to cultivate more confidence and courage, to learn how to better pursue their passions, to implement healthier habits and routines and build better boundaries and relationships. So it's a really powerful place. Like it's hard for me to put into words the magic that happens in this group on a very regular basis, like on a weekly, daily basis, but it's really, really powerful. So if you are interested in being a part of Momentum Mamas when I open the doors, all you have to do is go to shamelessmom.com forward slash waitlist. Again, that's shamelessmom.com forward slash waitlist. And you can enter in your name and email so that you can get on the waitlist for when I reopen the doors to Momentum Mamas later on this month. Getting on the waitlist doesn't like obligate you to anything. It helps me know that you want more information. So basically, as soon as I open up more information and have more information available on enrollment for the Momentum Mamas, you will get an email with that information. So you're not committing to anything except for just like, hey, I want more info about this. So pop over to shamelessmom.com forward slash momentum if you are interested in that. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. 
Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.